All right, guys, you are here with the sports line predictors, and more specifically, you got your boy AJ, and I'm always accompanied by my good friend and colleague Matt Delfugo. How are you doing? I'm good. About you? How's everybody doing? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Just riding high off this past tournament we had this last week. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me riding high off that home run derby. Oh, well, let's... <clears throat> All right. <laughs> let's get into this home run I've derby. told you for two weeks. <laughs> Matt, this is... All right. So this is this is the story of, of our lives. Matt has been saying Vlad Guerrero for the home run derby champ for the last two weeks. Maybe even more. And... Yeah. And I, I've been changing my pick so much. I, I think I originally went for Mookie Betts, and then I think I last minute was like, I think I could also see. I think I think I said I think I sent you Vlad, Pete, and then I, think I also liked uh, Aradolis Garcia. Just I like initially, and then the, the two I that know. I liked the whole time were Vlad and Randy. You did. You had the two, and then I was last minute. I was just like, you know, I I really like Lewis Roberts, and you were just like, no, I like Vlad, and I like I I could see Randy also taking it, and then you know what? Hey, Matt, kudos and props to you. I got to give it to you there. You did pretty good there. It was good to see Vladdy do it. Yeah, yeah, no, very good. I was reading. I was reading something since they're the only father son duo to do it. But tell me how this works. Do you know what the le- or what the winning total was for his father when he did, when he won? How much? Seventeen. Oh wow! Do you know that's my favorite number? And then you got Vlad with twenty five in the final round. Like, well, let's just get this out of the way. It's got to be so rough for for Adley. Hitting twenty seven and then getting beat in the first round because Roberts hit twenty eight. It's got to be rough for Julio to oh, hit forty one. No, dude, it's it's no. I think it's more rough for Adley because if you look at it, Adley would have beat everybody else in the round one except for I think the person he went up against and then Julio. He would have hit more home runs than any of the other people. He would have advanced. It just sucks that he. That it, I think it just sucks for him. I mean, Julio did great. I mean, it's just disappointing that for him that he didn't, you know, advance. I mean, but I think it's more disappointing. I do have to feel. Him. I do have to feel a little bad for okay. for um, Pete Alonso. Oh, I mean, they switched up who was throwing to him. Yeah, it was. Wasn't it supposed to be one of his coaches? Yeah. And then yeah, they they did end up switching switching it up. And here's the thing. Alonzo, I mean, still put up some home runs in the first. I mean, I think it just sucks. I think once you saw how much Julio put up, it's just like there's, there's I know, no we were going back and forth at it. Dude, our memes and our gifts were hilarious. Oh, I showed uh I showed Peterson. He was cracking up. Yeah, no, it was it was it was a good one. I I I actually enjoyed the the home run derby. Love to see it. Love to see Vlad take it as a Blue Jays fan. And 
I did enjoy the All-Star game. We we went one and one on our picks. I thought it was just going to be a couple more runs scored, but we did have the National League winning that game, but we did take the over as well. But no, very well. First time the National League has won an All-Star game in the last nine years, nine, ten years. The AL has won the last nine, but I took the National League for the sole fact that the last two times that it has been played in Seattle, the National League has won the game. So that's where my whole thing about picking picking the National League came from. See, I'm just over not having not having our normal games this week. Yeah, it's been a tough couple couple things. I was gonna throw a pick out for the page out there. The pick was gonna be USA men's soccer over Panama. That was gonna be my pick. I didn't end up throwing anything out there today. I figured I'd I'd throw some golf picks some, out uh, tonight. Should did some WNBA. Oh God. I don't want to – I. that's just a rabbit hole you don't want to go down. <laughs> it's – I wish you could bet on, you know, summer league basketball, NBA. Yeah, that would be, that'd be entertaining. All right, let's just get this out of the way. What about Wembenyana? Getting shut down for the rest of summer league, having two horrible outings, or maybe one and one. I don't know. He hasn't played really that well at all. I he, think he's going to be a bust. Oh yeah, his his whole attitude is just bust. I mean, the most I've really heard the, the most I've heard about him was the the Britney Spears slapping thing. Yeah, and then after that, he stated that he's only spent. He's real excited not to have to focus on basketball because fifth. 50% of his time has been focused on basketball and you're really like, what? Only 50%? Uh, yeah. I don't understand. You're, you're paid millions and millions of dollars to play basketball and only 50% of your time's focused on it. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want to play basketball then don't play basketball, go do something else. You, no one said you had to play basketball. I, I was going to say they can pay me. They can pay me a couple hundred thousand and I will, I will focus on basketball all day every day <laughs> exactly right no one said you had to play basketball like you're choosing to do this so if you do it then just do it you know if you don't want to do it then don't do it like no one's gonna hate you for not doing it i mean some <laughs> people are definitely gonna talk about it but like no one's gonna hate you <laughs> and then did you see did you see the big news today uh no i did not why don't you break it to me Porzingis extension. Oh, with the Celtics? He got a two-year, $60 million extension. Nice little deal for him there. Yeah, I know that you said once that deal happened that that meant Horford was leaving. I like El Horford, though. I know. That's why I know it's tough for you. Hey, maybe he'll go to the Knicks. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just excited for for all for our sports to just all these sports that were that were eager for to happen. So like NFL, NBA, I know that just ended in NHL oh, that just ended by NFL. I know you didn't believe me when I sent that to you this earlier. Sent me what? Who's getting hard knocks? 
Oh yeah, the the New York Jets getting the hard knocks. I think that's a good one because you have Aaron Rodgers and you have Zach Wilson. That's just going to be a fun one to watch. I mean, I feel like if if someone was just like to have a, a gun pressed to my head and be like, you need to choose who's going to be on hard knocks and who do you think they're going to do it on? I think, I mean, I think top three, one of my choices would have been the Jets. You know, you know what's awesome though is that's coming out around the time. I, I mean, they, I, I just saw a trailer for, what is it? Some new Netflix thing. It's quarterbacks and it's following three quarterbacks. I don't know if you know much about it yet. I have not seen any. Okay. So which three quarterbacks? So it's following three quarterbacks. I want you to take a guess right now on which three, and then I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. All right. Three of them. I mean, let's see. I'm going to do Joe Burrow. Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. Wrong, wrong, wrong. All right, tell me who it is. Pat Mahomes. Okay. You've got Kirk Cousins. Okay. And I don't know why the fuck they're doing this. Marcus Mariota. Ooh, wow. That doesn't make any sense. Former number one overall pick or what? Number Either two. way. Either way. There are so many better quarterbacks out there to pick than at least two of those people. You could have picked it. Uh, you could have picked well, that all depends on like, the whole premise of the, of the show is about. <laughs> like, this is that like, I mean, if they're just doing like the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL, I mean, like you only have one of the players on there that, that, that should be even considered for it. But <laughs> if, it, if it's something else, like if it's like catered to those three, I could see why they chose those three, Matt. But I mean, I have to kind of look at it and see. But yeah, I no, mean, based off of it, I mean, like, yeah, I could see definitely why they chose Mahomes and Cousins is actually kind of like a a favorite here, I guess, a little bit in the NFL. I think fan wise, just with some of his antics and, and post game interviews and stuff like that and videos. But yeah, Mariota, I could see, I could see why. You just like him because he's a former Falcon. I mean, one year former Falcon. Started for half a season. Better than no years. Definitely better than no years. But, I mean, it's – they could have – I mean, just look. You could have had Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the list can just go on and on and on and on. Very talented and very – strange people <laughs> yeah no i think the three that i chose would have been pretty good to go on <laughs> maybe i should do a little documentary hey guys, i, said, I think it, i think it has something to do with like what they were doing in the off season and stuff like that i was like you know what i said that you, you know what they should have done back to the fucking darkness with aaron rogers <laughs> <laughs> they should have dark history yeah, I know. Give his little uh, the tour of the hut he stayed in, or whatever. Yeah, I was gonna say like what what happened when he went on his little like uh, peyote, or like oh ayahuasca or whatever the hell it was trip. I mean, I mean, I'm not knocking him. I'm very curious to see how that spiritual journey went. But I know you're not knocking him. But are you hard knocking him? Ooh, 
You know, I will always have a soft spot for Aaron Rodgers. I know you do. I know. And and here's the thing. Like, no doubt he's he's Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, definitely uh, a very talented and uh, dominant quarterback of this time. But I don't know. We'll kind of see what happens this season. I think he's more focused on football. Oh, he definitely seems more focused right now. I think it's just well, we'll see. I don't know. Let let's get in. Let's get into our golf though. I don't know if you're down for that. Yeah, JT Poston, JT Poston, JT Poston. Hey, we can cover him this week. Let's let's do a little recap of of what happened at the TPC Deer uh, John Deere. So you had Sepp Straka coming out there and securing the victory at number one. You know I went over him, and you know he got us that that pick, so you can already check that off the list. Then you had a couple of our other picks hit. You had Smalley hit. You had Shank hit. You had uh, Ludwig Aberg hit. They all were in the top five, so pretty good value there on on our on our picks. I think I had them for like a twenty five or twenty. I think I had some of them for twenty and tens. So it was a pretty good value. And, and Straka, I think I had for. A, a 20 but i think he was also the person that i said that i wouldn't be surprised if he just comes out and wins this or blows it out i don't know i don't remember but then you also had jt poston coming right outside the top five at at, at six shot pretty well gotta give him credit where credit's due so matt i i know you had him for what a top something i think you just had him for a top 30 or top 20 yeah, I don't even remember. I think it was like top 30 or top 40 or something. Something like that. Another player that we had in the top 20 that hit and cashed out was uh, uh, Steven Yeager. He was t- top 13. So that one cashed out. You had Kirk for something. I know you had Kirk for something. And if I, I think it was a top 30 or 40, if I'm not mistaken. You You kind of played it safe with him. Yeah. He had a top 21, or tied for 21st. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure that one had cashed out for you as well. Yeah. Then I just want to, Matt, I'm boasting and I'm gloating because what did I tell you about Batia? I said I said he averages 35 at this tournament, at this course. Guess what place he came in at this tournament and at this course? Yeah. 35th. Your boy's a predictor. Cash that one. (laughs) We also had my fade. He made the cut, but then he didn't do really, I mean, came in 67th of, of Kuchar. So that's a good fade. I like that. Couple players we wanted to see do a little bit better was Rogers just missed the cut. It's so sad. Then we also had Wu and Grio both missed the cut. Kind of sad there, but you know we still did pretty good with a lot of our other hits because a lot of our other picks that we talked about were in the top top twenty. You know they they all did pretty well. And it was a very hard turn. I told you, I didn't. It was a very tough one. I think I thought a lot of the value was going to be coming into those top, those top picks. 
I, I wasn't too confident on picking a winner because the field was so all over the place. So I consider that a win in our book. I don't know if you consider that a win in your book, Matt, but I definitely consider it a win overall for the week in our book, in my book, everybody's book. What are you thinking about this week? Matt, did you die? I bet you he's muted. Ooh, he probably is muted. Anyway, muted. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Let's see. What do you I, got? I, I don't know yet. I haven't I haven't fully thought out what I think is going to happen this week. Well, we got two tournaments. We're covering one. We're going over the Scottish Open this week. Well, obviously, because that's the bigger one. Of course. I'm not really into the Barbasol. I don't ever really use shaving cream. I'm not I'm not I'm not with that. I never go baby face. More of a wax man? No, just more of like a like if I <laughs> trim down the the hair, it's a it's a shadow. It's it's still coarse. It's still got some some character to it. <laughs> if I was if I was to ever go fully shaved somehow like that, I would just go balls to the wall and do do some threading. Oh, so a real man's man how to take pain. I don't I, remember the last I don't remember the last time I was clean shaven. Here's the thing. I definitely remember the last time I got my eyebrows threaded and I will never do it again. I don't know what you're talking about. Shout out to my sister for giving me one of the worst experiences of my goddamn life. I was going to see. Maybe she'll talk about it on her podcast. It was. Listen, listen. I thought I was going to die. She almost could have been able to talk about it on her murder podcast. (laughs) Death by eyebrow threading. (laughs) My eyes swollen shut. Tears running down my face. The lady screaming, are you going to be okay? I have no idea where I'm going. God. Maybe her and and your mom are going to record that episode. I don't know. You know, they're all, yeah, she went out there to to go see the Barbie movie. (laughs) So shout out to them to go see that, I guess. I don't know. Not my thing, but. Can you blame them? Guess see what I did there? (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. All right, anyway, let's get back to golf. We got the, the Scottish Open coming up this week. And Rory! Rory! What do you, what? Rory! Oh, shut up. I'm going to talk about him this week. <laughs> Rory! All right, let's see. So it's in it's in Scotland, which is pretty cool. It's at the Renaissance Club. You got a par 70. 7,237-yard course, and you're looking at fescue greens, fescue fairway, and a fescue rough, and the cut is 65 players, and I don't know. It's it's a European tour. It's it's fairly new at this at this place, but I don't know. It, it's it's a pretty fun one. You had what Shoffley? Winning last year. Hold on, let me get my notes on the beginning of this tournament. Yeah, last year, Shoffley beat uh, Kurt Kitayama by one stroke to get a seventh tour victory. 
And this is the fifth time that the Renaissance Club is hosting it. There's lots of trees, but that's usually, but usually they're not a factor. So yeah, that, that's a little brain. That's my little tidbit on this course. I don't know. I, I'm real excited because you got our those star-studded players, those golfers that you're excited to talk about every week and, and that you haven't been able to see the last couple weeks return. Except for except for Rom. Rom doesn't come back this week. He he's not playing. He set this one out. But just because these guys are playing are, are, are back doesn't mean that your boy JT Poston's not not playing this week. I know he I know he's there. What you feeling on him this week? Honestly, I have no idea. I know, me either. I was trying to think of something, and I just couldn't with him. So I kind of just held off with him. But I got a couple other golfers if you want to talk about them. Let's do it. All right. Let's get into... Let's see. So I have a couple to wins. I have some top 20s, some top 40s, some top 5s, some top 10s. I got my fade, got my long shot, got my first round leader. Where do you want me to go, Matt? I got a little parlay too that I like, but I kind of want to wait till the end for that. So where do you want me to go? I'll let you let you. Where should I start out? Where what are you what are you fiending to hear? Long shot. Ooh, okay. The long shot. I think I think you guys are gonna like this long shot this week. So for the long shot, I actually have a Scotland native. This is what I was looking for. The Scotland native. Long shot. Robert McIntyre. I know I'm saying that so American, but that's okay. And his long shot value is plus 9,000. I'm hedging him for a top 30 at plus 180. So this dude's a native of Scotland, and I think he might be a little bit of a trendy underdog this week just because people out there are kind of familiar with him. But he he's pretty good on Lynx golf courses, and he's got a couple top 20 finishes on his first four trips at this Renaissance Club. So a couple last weekend or so, I believe he was – Tied for first, he was in the lead, and then he kind of lost it on a triple bogey on one of those ending holes on, on the 13th hole. And it doomed him to a, I think it was just like a top five. I think he's still top five, but it was top four. So, I mean, obviously he's got that on his mind. I think he's going to be, he can, if he can shake it and if he can go out there and be more determined to, to, to kind of play a little bit stronger on his home field. I mean, this 26-year-old can can do everything. And a little fun fact about him, he is a lefty. So don't see a lot of those on the course out here, um, typically. But he's got two top 10s at the Open Championship, and he's got a couple of, of impressive showings already on tour this season. So I have him for my long shot, and I'm hedging him for a top 30, plus 9,000, and plus 180. Go ahead, lock it in, Matt. I like that pick. I like that you made me go right for my long shot first. That was exciting. Right for the throw. I know. I need my pen so I can cross off what I'm doing. 
let me grab a pen real quick while you tell the fans how much you love them. You want me to tell the fans how much I love them? Yeah, well, I grabbed this pen. I mean, I grabbed it already. I mean, you didn't really say anything. Ooh, maybe ooh, do you hate them? No, I love I the fans. Don't. I, know I you love the fans. I know. All right, well, let me choose where we go next. That was kind of fun. I know you want to talk about him. Let's get into Rory. All right. So I do actually, I don't have a lot on Rory this week. I have literally one thing for him. I have him for a top 10 at plus 120. And I have him for that because he's got four top 10s in a row coming into this. So I think he picks up number five here. What do you think? What are your thoughts on Rory? Where do you, where do you got him, Matt? What I mean, do you like him to win this one? I mean, so here's the somewhere thing. in the top ten. I was very, I was a little hesitant on Rory this week, just for the sole fact that I didn't know if he was going to hold it back a little bit this week, or or there was possible withdrawal factor with him this week if he's not playing kind of at the level he wants, just for the sole fact that. Some of the he's coming up on pretty much his last chance to get that that career. Uh, he, he wants that he, he wants another Masters here. So I don't know. I, I I just think I didn't know if he was going to hold off, but I think he's kind of hasn't played here in a bit. So I think he's going to kind of want to come out there and, and make sure that he solidifies himself a little bit before it. So I'm going right back at him for the top 10 for plus 120. And that's what I like about Rory. You know I like Rory. You know I don't hate him. He's a good golfer. Got to get a haircut, though. That's true. With that. And a different hat, dude. Rory, get a different hat. That hat just makes your head look really awkward shaped. Food for thought. If he can get through that hat. All right. Where do you want to go next, Matt? Um, you pick. I know. I know. I know. Ooh. All right. Well, let's cover the favorite, Shawfully. I got him for a top 10 at plus 175. So, yeah, everybody knows he's got the win here in 2021. But I don't know if people know this. Since that win, he has not missed a cut at all, which is very impressive. He also has a top 10 here in 2020. And here he averages 67.9 at this, at this course with this whoever the field is is this week. So and that is I believe number 1 here. Yeah, number 1 cuz he's just been a dog on this course this his entire career. So I like him for the top 10. I don't think he backs away. I fades away from a course that he's very familiar with, has a lot of swagger with. I I think he comes out here and he, and he plays very well. So I I got him for the top 10. And it's plus value, plus 175. So give it to me always. That's all I got on Shoffley, really. 
I mean, I feel like we talk about these golfers all the time. I just don't really want to repeat stuff for you guys. So I'm trying to find different facts and, and things and tidbits and, and little looks and insights into it. But I mean, obviously, all aside, I, I go with some of those other stuff that, that I go over on the previous podcasts. True. Very true. A golfer that I have gone on for sure about on previous podcasts has been the rookie, Ludwig Aberg, coming off a beautiful win. Fairly new over here, has four starts. But this year, he's at a top 25, a top 24, a top 40, and a top 4. So, this guy had on, on Sunday, this past Sunday, shot a 63. He's only shot two bad rounds of golf this year. So, I mean, in the four starts, he's only shot two bad rounds. But he still has placed very well. I mean, there's two bad rounds, I believe, were, were one of those top 25s and, and for sure that top 40. But he's just playing real great golf, and I'm just kind of tailing him till he shows otherwise. I got him for a top 30 this week because you're getting some pretty good value there at plus 130. So Ludwig Aberg, I think this is one of those golfers that I'm going to be, even if he doesn't do it this week, I mean, because it's, it's a little bit of a bigger field. I'm still I'm still high on him. I mean, he's he's playing very well. So more to come on Ludwig Aberg, but secure him for that top 30 this week. Let's get into let's get into another golfer who's won this one before. So you got Adam Rye. He's a golfer that he won it in 2020. It was a weaker field. And then the following year, 2021, he had a top 35. But I do like him. Uh, shot, uh, strokes gain, T to green. He ranks 24th on the season. In his last three starts, he's got some pretty good momentum. He's got a top three, a top 24, and a top nine. So coming in with that familiarity of the course with a little bit of a weaker field, I played it a little safer on him this week. I did take him for a top 30 at plus 140. So you're getting some pretty decent value there. But this is a guy who I wouldn't be surprised if he win it. But I'm I, I don't need him to win it because there's there's other golfers that can do it and that should do it. And it's just too much of a risk to just take him to win it. I know that that's why people call it a long shot, but he's not really even a long shot in this. Like his value is like plus I don't know if you want to pull it up for us, Matt, but it's to win value is like plus like in the 2500s to 3000s i believe it's not really that high like decent value to win like so i would play it just a little bit safer for him to come out and on a course that that does pretty well for for adam rye but yeah no i wouldn't be surprised if he does if he blows that 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 out of the water but plus 6000 plus 6000 so yeah i mean maybe i was a little, maybe i'm just thinking of someone else but you know i I just I'm gonna play it safer with the top thirty, I guess. Not a bad play. Let's see, let's see, let's see. All right, well, let's go over a golfer that I have to win this. And he's definitely a favorite every single week. It is 
Who do you think? Scotty Shuffler. I got him for top five, and I also got him to win. To win, it's plus 600. Top five, it's plus 150. I know at some places you could search the lines for his top 10 value because I think some places have his top 10 value at, at a plus line. So if you can get that, then, then for sure ride that top 10 as well. But if it's a minus line, I'm not really going to go for it. I'm just going to take the risk that he does a top five because we went over it the last time he was playing. He has had so many top fives this season and it's not even a joke, but I feel like this it's so obvious that you should just take him for, for a top five and also to win this. He's the number one, number one ranked golfer in the world. He's just having an incredible season. His last victory came at the players back in May, but he hasn't finished worse than the top 12 in any, in his last 18 tournaments. That includes, um, I believe, uh, 12 top five finishes and six in a row. Strokes gained, he leads the PGA Tour on strokes gained off the tee, strokes gained off the approach, strokes gained tee to green, and strokes gained total. Like, I, it's just stupid if you don't ever have this guy on your radar to do something in a tournament. He missed the cut at the Renaissance last year, but in 2021, had a top 12, I believe, and... I don't know. I'm just, I'm really high on him. So I'm going with Scheffler for a top five and to win it. It's been so long since he's won. So why not? When people say a golfer's do, like, I know they're talking about a different win, but like this guy is definitely just ready for his next win and he's due for his next win. And I think plus 600 is just like, that's usually like a top five pick for like one of these like lower tier golfers. Like that's his to win. Like it's stupid not to take it. I guess you have to throw a little bit more on it. So if you want to fade off the to win and just go with the top five, you're getting some good, decent value there. Money and a half, one and a half. So whatever you bet. So let's get into another golfer that I actually really like to win this. And I am actually hedging him also for a top 10. So it's Tyrell Hatton. I got him to win at plus 1,600. And top 10, I got him at plus 190. Oh, so many golfers are loving him this week. So many people, so many betters are loving him this week. When you talk about a golfer that's due, this guy is actually the one that is due. And you would think that he would have so many wins on the season. But he has not had a victory yet. But, Matt, let me tell you something, and it will blow your mind. So, behind Scheffler and Rom, or no, 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 sorry. Some of these other players, I forget who it is. Um, but Tyrell Hatton ranks number three in strokes gain total on season. So, behind Scheffler and Rom. That's the only people he that are in front of him. This season, he has six top 10s and 10 top 25s in 16 starts. Three top 25s in his last three events here. 
this dude is just ready for his victory. Like he's playing incredible golf every single week. It's just like it's sometimes you're just thinking it's due for regression and it's just not happening. So you need to be betting Tyrell Hatton because he has definitely been just proving it all year. And plus 1600, I think it's still really good value. Top 10, I think it's really great value at plus 190. I wish you could get it into a plus 200, but I won't complain about the plus 190, especially since some of these other picks I've been giving you have been a little bit on the lower plus 100 side. But don't worry, I do have a little bit higher picks here for you. But definitely got a ride with Tyrell Hatton to win this in the top 10. He's actually my favorite to win this thing. So it goes Hatton, then Scheffler, and then you got one other golfer in there that I like, and then the long shot. But I love this next golfer that I'm going to talk about. And... Oh, I actually have four to wins. Sorry. I just saw I have one more in there. So I love this next golfer. And it is... Who do you think it is, Matt? I'm not too sure. I know. I I like a lot of golfers. So it's Jordan. Jordan Spieth. Spieth. Jordan Spieth. Spieth. So he's got no wins. Another guy got no wins on this season yet. But he plays great on Lynx course. He's got four top ten at the Open. He's got ten – or he top ten here last year. He's just a guy that has just great creativity and shot making. I mean, this course is one of those ones where you got – it's just not – it's not a course where you can just go out there and play golf. You need to be out there. You need to be smart. You need to play smart golf. And he's one of those players that just plays smart golf every single week. He has had a little bit of inconsistency, but that's kind of due to a wrist injury. But he hasn't been playing for a little bit. So I think that he just comes out there and does this. Like I said, he's got five top ten finishes at the Open Championship in the last seven starts. He was the runner-up at the Royal St. George back in 2021. He had a U.S. Open win on a, on a kind of Lynx-style course uh, over, I think, in Chambers Bay. And then he finished a solo 10 at the Scottish Open a year ago. So he's been pretty solid this year. He ranks 32nd in strokes gained on the approach and 21st in strokes gained total. And something with, with Spieth, if he can get his putter hot, and everybody knows this, he could be the best golfer out there and blow everybody out there. He has missed some cuts, but he's also has six top 20 finishes since the start of May. So I kind of think he comes out there and, and comes and plays pretty well. So to win, you have him at plus 2,800. So real good value there. And for a hedge top five, plus 600. So real great value there. So I'm riding with him. I, it's just a golfer that I love. So I, I haven't been able to bet on him for a little bit here in the last past couple weeks. So I'm very eager to bet on him again this week. So let's get into... Let's get into Sam Burns. 
I got him for a top 20 at plus 225. Uh, strokes gained on the approach over the last three, over his last three, has been great. He's average, It's 1.5, and he's just a great putter, especially within 10 feet. So I think that if he could just play really well on this course and, and just kind of do what he does with his putter, he can come out there and easily get this top 20. But then there also is a little bit of regression that you could have played a little bit safer with the top 30, but I'm not concerned with it. He does have a win on the season, I believe, already. So let's get into another player that I like in Matt Fitzpatrick. I also have him for a top 20 at plus 120. So he's got he's a player that just plays really well here. He's got three top 15s here, including a top two in 2021. He won the RBC Heritage. He's got three top 40s in his last eight starts, including three top 20s in his last four. He averages 68.3 here. That's I think best. That's good for third, I believe, or second or third overall on the field. I don't think I know a lot of people are kind of fading him this week. I like him playing him a little bit safe for that top 20 at plus 120. Just a very good sounding line. Top 20 for 120. So I'm going to be riding with that. I got two more picks. Sorry, I got three more picks and then my fade mat. I'm going to go with one of my to wins. My last to win is Tommy Fleetwood. Haven't been able to bet on him a little bit, but I'm excited to bet on him tonight or, or tomorrow. So last year, he had a top four here. He's got two top fives here in his, and a top 26 here in his last three. Dude in his last 24 ranks number five in the field and strokes gained per round at 1.58. Strokes gained T to green has just been great. Over the last six of eight starts, he's gained strokes T to green, sorry, in six of his last eight starts. He's got three top five here over his past six starts, or he's got three top fives over his past six starts as well. He was a runner-up at the RBC Canadian Open. Dude is playing phenomenal golf. This is just a great time for him to come out there. To win, I got him for three things. So to win, I got him for plus 2,200. I also like him to top five at plus 500 and then to top 10 at plus 240. I think this is just one of those lines that you can just make so much money off of no matter where you bet it. And I'm just saying if you're go with Fleetwood, if you're going to go with someone and go with Fleetwood, I know a lot of people are high on him this week. That kind of makes it deter me a little bit more from Hatton. Just, but Hatton's been playing so well, so I, that's why he's my overall favorite. And you got to have Scheffler in there just because he's one of the best golfers the best golfer right now and but Fleetwood he's one of those guys that you could see coming in there and just swooping in this and you know he's looking for his win he's been looking for that win for a while and I'm ready for it especially at plus 2200 all right all right my last line pick that's not like a crazy thing Adam Scott, this is a guy that I am excited to talk about. I wanted to talk about him last for our picks because I got him for a top five at plus 900. 
I know you weren't too high on him, Matt. I know I said that I liked him. This is why. Just his form has been great all season. He's been striking the ball very well. He's done that his whole career, so I'm not going to go really too much into that. But he's got five top 30s in his last six, including three top 10s. His putting on the season right now ranks number 36, and that's kind of been his questionable thing his entire career has been his putting. But it's been very well this season, as you can see. He's gained strokes T to green in his last eight starts, which has been great. So I also, there's a thing. So he's going to be turning 43 this Sunday on the final round, Matt. So I kind of wanted to pick him to win. But it would, how sweet would it be just to cash that out on his birthday? I mean, a win, but I'm playing a little bit safer with the top five because it's such a, it's, you're still getting great value. If that hits, you're making more than if you were to bet Scheffler. There's also the possibility that it could retire this year. I don't think he's really interested in, in doing this whole merger with Liv. I mean, everything with like doing, if you read everything, doing your research on him, I mean, kind of everything that is stating that he's not interested in, in doing anything like that. And he kind of wants to just focus on his family life. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, throw the possibility that he could retire after this year so come out there and, and get one final victory you know he only has two career ones so why not get number three but let's see um i don't know just one of those players that i kind of like this week so Let's go with my first round leader i mean he's just playing really good golf i didn't know where to kind of throw him in this week but it's Ricky Fowler. I know a lot of people are kind of fading him. I mean, but I'm not going to. He's just a great – he's doing great this season. He's playing really well. Playing very hot right now. So first-round leader, I think he just comes out there and just wants to have fun. So plus 3,500 for that first-round leader. You never know. Just sprinkle a little bit on it. For my fade this week, I got Max Homa. And he's a player that I have been fading. Uh, I haven't been talking about fading him, but I just haven't been betting on him this season because he just has not been playing good golf. I think I faded him one other time this year. But, I mean, he's just too inconsistent over the past two months. He only has two top ten finishes in his last nine starts. But in those nine starts, he also has four missed cuts. He hasn't been very good on a short game, which has been very is like what has been usually his most reliable thing. And it's cost him strokes in three straight events. And I think that's just gonna be on his mind too much. He's also had the struggles, like I said, with the four missed cuts. And on Lynx courses, Homa gains the least amount of strokes among the top end people on the board so i'm just looking to go all against homa against yeah all against homa this week so fade him don't don't do anything don't do anything with homa i don't like him but that's what i got for you on my picks matt what do you i know you got a parlay out there i know you got i know you got some head-to-heads that you had bet i got a little parlay out there a little three pick one that i want you to throw some 
odds up for later. Let's get into your into your head to heads. Just tell us what you got. So head to heads. So it was weird. I, I don't know why I, I even looked at them this time. Um, thing you can't really bet on a lot of stuff. I mean, today, so you're just looking at everything else for every for for other stuff. So it looks like uh, uh, round one. They're all round ones. I've got uh, Thigala and Detri. I've got Thigala winning minus one fifteen. Yeah, I like that pick. Uh, I've got McElroy and Cantlay. I've got McElroy taking that one at minus one thirty. I do like that, and I like that he's paired up with with Cantley, so it could very slow golf game for him that week or that day. Uh, you've got Tommy Fleetwood and Matt Fitzpatrick. I'm so excited for this. I told you why, and it's because I I like both of these golfers. I mean, one of them I have for a top twenty. Some of them I have, I like for a win and, and everything else like that. Like that, that was. And I, I took, to see took that. Fleetwood minus one fifteen. Yep. Uh, between Scott and Connors, I took Connors at minus one ten. They're going against our boy Connors. I don't. I mean, going against our boy Scott, but that's okay. I I had to give it in solidarity to Lucas. I know you like you like the Canadian there. Uh, Scheffler and Fowler. We're taking Scheffler. Unless Fowler comes out and gets that first round leader. Uh Spieth and Shoffle. We've got Shoffle. I like it. No, both of, yeah, no, I I like both of those, yeah. And then you got Lee and Thomas. And I took Thomas. I think that's mind. the most scary one. I mean obviously the lines see it too. It's the lowest odds on it. But I mean, as far as as far as that bet, I I just threw five bucks on it. So I mean, it's three hundred and thirty dollars and forty four cents. Not but bad. Just, just something to watch for the first day. Yeah, you know, if that hits first day, that's pretty cool. And then if your par button for a parlay follows it up, that'd be even better. What you got for us on that? I don't even know what it is. So button for a parlay. I actually want to hear your parlay first. All right. We'll put my odds in for me. It's all three for a top 10. It's a three-legger. Making me work here. Oh, boo-hoo. The fans love it when you work. Work, work, work. Get mad. Go and work yourself. So it's all top 10s, though. All top 10s? Yep. And then just let me know when you're ready. Uh... Well, guess what? It's what? not letting me do that. Why? I don't know. What do you want? Uh, Fandle. Wow. Okay, well, that's kind of booty. I don't like it. Wait, 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 wait. Let me try again. There we go. I got it to work now. Okay. I like Hatton, Fleetwood, and Rory. That's it? Yep. For top 10. All for top 10. 
So Hatton, Fleetwood, and Rory is plus seventeen twenty six. So, so ten bucks on that. That's one hundred and seventy two bucks. Yep. Yeah, no, I I like it. I would just sprinkle a little bit on that. That's a little something that I would watch just for just for the hell of it. <laughs> if you want to get a little bit more payout on that, just throw Scheffler on there for a top ten. But that's ready? yeah, ready? No, I'm ready for your parlay. I just had a little thing on there that I that I kind of like those, those. So here's the thing: these are my those are my top three picks of the week that I'm going with this week. Hatton, Fleetwood, and Rory, all top tens. Lock it in there. This is what if you're not hesitant, if you're just wondering what you should bet, these are the the top three picks that I would pick this week. So I got a six legger this week. I like it. You did pretty good. Not you didn't do too bad last week. I mean, there's always some disappointment thing that shouldn't happen that happens, but you didn't do too bad last week. So, this one is literally one top ten and five top twenties. Okay. Rory top ten. Figured that one. I like it. Wow. Cantlay top ten or top twenty. Yep. Okay. Fowler top twenty. Yeah. Thomas, top 20. Okay. Aberg, top 20. I love that. And round it out with JT Poston, top 20. Not bad. I I mean, I like it. I'm a little hesitant on the Poston just because of the field, but he's been playing good golf here the last couple weeks. You throw 10 bucks on it, it's $4,410.75. A little something to follow up that three hundred and thirty dollar one. Just a little something. Just a little bit. You've been saying it. One, something's gonna hit. Maybe it's this, Matt. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's all I got for him this week on golf. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, we could have went a little bit more with the Barbasol. Uh, championship, but I'm I'm not with it. I'm I'm too excited with this field coming back over here. That's fair. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Matt. Anything you want to get off your chest before we kind of wrap things up? Why don't you tell the fans you love them? I do love the fans so much that we're doing a fantasy football league, and we're going to let four of your fans join this league. <laughs> That is my little promo segment. I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get some stuff out there to promote this league and we'll get it we'll get it all set up. But I'm real excited for football, like I said. And I know the fans are gonna be excited for this football league and I don't know, I'm just I'm just real excited, Matt, for yeah. for everything that's coming up. Definitely. Why don't you tell the fans that you love them again? You really haven't said it yet. You just said they know I do. I love you guys. Ooh, he said it. Look at that. How embarrassing. He's blushing. Well, from here at the Sports Line Predictors, we just want to say thanks for listening to Sports Rambling, the better podcast. And we hope that you guys just have a very good rest of the week. We're so excited for 
MLB to be coming back here tomorrow. I I'm was lost without it today. And I don't know about you. It's been a good thing. So other than that, have a great rest of your night, guys. Little little update though, USA soccer still tied to Panama 0-0 at the 76th minute. So hopefully they can come up here and they can attack a little bit and get get that secure that win for us. So other than that, have a great one, guys. Matt, want to say anything else before we take off? Uh, well, everybody, thanks. Have a nice evening. Look at that. That was beautiful. <laughs>